great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. And welcome back to another episode of Great Morning. I am your host, Christian Murmur, Murms, Murm Dog, whatever the fuck you want to call me. And to the bottom left of my computer screen, we have the fact queen, my sister from the East, that Puerto Rican mamacita from Spanish Harlem, Stephanie 2.0. How are you doing, James, motherfucking game, guys. Hi. Hi. How are you? I am great. How have you been? Saturday. I'm fucking peachy. Oh, you oh, are, huh? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. How's everyone doing? Well, I, 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 they... I mean, shit. Hi, guys. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Well, yeah. So, you know what? My what? week's been fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Like a shit so? show. Uh, yo, again, fucking life is motherfucking life in. And shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like when this shit happens, it's like you gotta fucking let you you gotta make lemonade out of this shit. It's just like like (laughs) life is just throwing mad lemons. And I'm just like, all right, bitch, I got you. I'm just I'm on some fruit ninja shit making lemonade. Like, nah, like, no, what are we doing? You know, but at the end of the day, you gotta stay fucking positive, you gotta stay optimistic, and you know what? You just you just got to keep your faith in God and just keep it fucking pushing, man. Keep it fucking pushing. Well, hell yeah. That, yeah, Marms, what's up? Talk to me. Oh, I, I am great. And I, I hate to I hate to make it sound like I'm passing over you real quick. But I know we have uh, some uh, limited time here with uh, Spaz Out TV, the whole crew here. So I wanted to go ahead and move on. Not that I'm cutting you off, Stephanie. Please, you know, don't go anywhere. But I'm going to go ahead and move on and ask uh, another person here how uh, he's doing. To the bottom right of my computer screen, we have... The boss, the pimp, the CEO, the senior chief, slightly special himself, Jimmy the Shooter. How you doing, today? Buenos dias and good morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good I don't know, man. I'm kind of with Steph, man. She's life is a uh, life is life in for sure. I just wish life was life in in a uh, you know life in if life in was life in it could life a little bit bit differently. But uh, I just have no idea what I'm doing, bro. I don't know if I'm supposed to be gone. I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. So I'm just kind of rolling with a punch, man. I'm saying adaptable, I guess, bro. But I'm mad excited. Hurry up and wait. Yeah, hurry up and wait. But now look at this. A blessing. Because now I get to be on one more podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's great because we weren't expecting you back until, I mean, we didn't say specifically, but I, from what I, from my basic math knowledge, I was expecting sometime in September. So it's nice to have you here in August. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, I'm pretty excited. You know what I'm saying? Pretty excited to be here. Extremely excited for the guest at time. Uh, So many questions, but I'm going to let you go ahead and take the helm on that. So we could just roll right into that. Enough about me. Let's get into it. Let's let's roll right into it. And this is an interesting way to uh, introduce someone. So we have a returning guest from, I believe, season three. All right. Our friend Slick. But more importantly, also, we have a uh, part of the crew 
with him as well. It's like, would you mind introducing everyone that's with you today right now? Hey, hey, what's, what's up, up, Great Morning? What's up, Great Morning? What's up? <laughs> so I'm Dre Perkins, the uh, producer and uh, director of the Spaz Out TV. To my right, I have my love interest in the movie, Talia Muhammad. She plays the character Sherelle. Hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> and to my right, I have a fellow pimpstress of the movie, okay. Miss Dion <laughs> She plays a character called Pretty Kitty. So, oh, all right. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I know uh, since we have a little bit of a uh, limited time with you, I wanted to go ahead and start talking about uh, the new movie coming out, Getaway, um, with the. Um, what do you call it? The subline saying uh, an almost true fictional story. Did I get that correct? That's you what did. I saw from the trailers and everything. So would you mind telling us a little bit? Uh, what What is this film? You know, obviously without spoiling the plot, but could you right. give a basic synopsis for all the listeners out there? And then we'll get into the nitty gritty about making the film itself. Yes. Yes. So primarily the movie is about how the decisions that you make how they start to affect other people. Um, so we try to find a funny way of telling the story of how when you do things, you think it's a selfish move for yourself, but it actually affects everybody else that's associated with you. Mm, okay. So there's a chain of events that happens with every move you make. Right, right, right. Okay, fantastic. Well, you know, I wanted to ask you, because you said, you know, as well, that you're uh, partly the producer and the director. So what is your process when it comes to being the director for this film like how do you get onto set and how do you start your day and move in with all the filming and all the crew how do you go through that because the director is obviously that's a that's a big role for a movie you have to be pretty much in control of everything so how do you process that what is your process for all that so i guess my process would be a little unorthodox because i also play a character in a movie called yes. slick yep. so i have to like visually see you know a lot of times i storyboard and um, get the scripts together. And, but what I normally do is get the scripts together to everybody, get everybody comfortable with their lines. And then when we say action, I change the script because we do a lot of improv. And I want oh, okay, to awesome. the process. So if they, well, we change the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want you to come out. And it keeps everything kind of raw and fresh. And I don't want any film that we do to feel like it's stale or a cookie cutter. Everything we do is going to be different as far as uh, yeah, that's good that you uh, you uh, allow leeway with um, the script itself as well, because one of the best uh, writing advices I heard was from uh, Bill Hader, who uh, who said, like, you, you, you write something right. You have a couple drafts of it. You give it to your partner, the people involved with the film, the TV show, whatever it is. Right. And if someone says something, even something slightly negative, like, right, say it's a movie about a guy going to Walmart or whatever. And the guy's like, you know what? I don't really like the relationship between this guy and his girlfriend or something, right? Nine out of 10 times, that advice is going to be absolutely correct. Because if that person has that thought, that means a lot of other people are going to have that thought too. So it's good to always listen to that. However, what he does say when they try to give in, unless it's improv, of course, but like if they try to give their own input to put into that script to replace that negative uh, fact that they brought up, 10 out of 10 times, that's probably going to be wrong. You still have to figure it out on your own with wow. your actors, with your producers. So, so I mean, to echo what you were saying, um, how I normally do is a structure. So I give them the start and the finish. And I let them play around with the middle. Okay. So 
because I need to stay on track with what the course of the of the film is supposed to be going with. So yeah, of course, yeah. you know, there's always a starting point, and we need to end up over here somehow. But you know, in the middle, do your thing in the middle. Of course, uh, okay, I love that. I could, I could definitely see the uh, the comedy aspect of it, or maybe like the retake aspect of it, kind of um, taken off, man. Because I don't know, bro. You, I feel like you surround yourself with some pretty funny people. So props and kudos to the actors, man, being able to hold it all together, but at the same time keep the story on the timeline. You know what I mean? Because I would probably. Be losing my shit a little bit. <laughs> but they help you hold it together. See, you know, they're, they're part of the cast, but they're also part of my therapy, you know. So they oh, there you out. go. <laughs> That's good. Oh, yeah. Dual roles. <laughs> That's right. great. Well, you know what? My my next question was, of course, uh, going to be about uh, some of the actors and actresses, of course. Um, so how do you work with uh, your actors and actresses that you believe uh, creates the best performance out of them. And of course, you know, ladies, please chime in with this as well for, with your opinions. But how, how do you think you are able to get the best performances out of them as a director? I think by allowing us to be ourselves, like he said, that that really helps me as an artist to kind okay. of not feel so boxed in. And I'm mm-hmm. able to just chop, like kind of just show my personality and it seems original and not forced or... I think it's not rehearsed. It just, yeah. it just comes natural. And he just basically just guides us and let us do our thing. So, yeah, it comes off very natural. So, okay. So, that's awesome. So, you're able to use a lot of your own self in the character that you're playing. Right. That's pretty much what you're saying. Okay. So, that, yeah, that's great. That's what, you know, a lot of people I, I've, uh, I've, well, I've read about, I've seen uh, in other interviews, they say that there's always, it's always the best the best character for them to play is always the one that there's a little piece of them in that character. You know, yeah. they're always able to find a piece of themselves in that character. Not that necess- it's weird. It's like not that necessarily that character itself has any point in your life, but you are able to drive that character with everything yeah. within you. So that's nice to hear. When it comes to directing, is there how do you deal with like hardships? on set right like not necessarily with the actors and actresses but i'm sure you know uh, unless you had a 100 percent of the time smooth ride i'm sure there have been some sort of hardships how do you overcome that as a director because i know you know from people making uh, a movie even if it's their first movie their third there's so many times where a director feels almost like you know what i could just quit this whole thing right now we don't even have to finish this so what keeps you enduring through all that stuff and keep going well, you know, um, it's a passion of mine, um, and I live to be creative. I know it's going to be difficulties. Nothing's going to be perfect, but in the beginning, all the cast, we had a motto, and our motto was, we're going to be unstoppable. So if something gets in our way, keep it, we have to move to the side and keep on going straight. It's all about the direction we're trying to get to. So everybody's hungry, everybody buying to the same vision, and we do it as a team. You know, it's like, it actually started out as, cast but finish up as a family you know okay awesome all right i love to hear that i also want to ask about the uh the origins of the film so how did this start was this an idea of yours or did you have writing partners did you just have the idea to write a script and bring in a bunch of people how did what were the beginning origins of getaway well the short story is uh it was originally just a skit okay that was joking around my brother uh made a skit Mm -hmm. but that skit ended up becoming Talking about slick and talking about slick ended up becoming a more in depth story, diving deeper into where slick actually comes from and where he's going. So, this has been involvement just from a simple 
uh, Instagram um, skit. Okay, so you start. So it started off way way smaller than it is until until now. It's a feature length right. film. So yeah, I think a lot of people that again that happens to a lot of people. Like um, what's a good example? Like Truman Capote. You know, before he wrote um in Cold Blood, he mm-hmm. was originally it was just going to be some article in a newspaper he was going to write, and he's like, "Fuck that! I got a lot of shit to write about this," and it became right. a fucking book, and, then, <laughs> and you know, a best selling book. So you know that happens to a lot of people. You think at first, like you know, uh, you know, it's just going to be this little thing we'll put out here for some people to enjoy, and then it's like, no, nah, there's way more. There's way more <laughs> stuff to tell. So that's. You're not the only one who's had that before. I want to know um, what your vision was for this project. And I know you, you, you've kind of dabbled in that uh, question before. But the reason I wanted to ask is because a lot of the times, again, like this is from what I hear. I've never made a film. You've made a film. So you could tell me better. But from what I've heard from people is they say you can always do it, right? You want to make a film. You want to write a book. You want to make a TV show, whatever. You can do that. But sometimes the vision you had originally in your head, the end product doesn't always come out exactly how you imagined it. So have there been any changes like that? And sometimes a lot of the times it's for the better that it didn't come out the way you exactly imagined it. So would you say that about your vision for Getaway? So um, me as a writer of uh, improv type of material, it's a lot of have a lot of fluidity of changing as long as I get to where I want to go. But this movie had a bunch of different changes from the original idea. Uh, as we had cast members apart and then not be, be able to be apart to keep going. Uh, we had pandemic. We had people getting back to work. So a lot of things kind of changed. So your storyline may have to adjust. Mm-hmm. But the overall goal is what's the, the message we're trying to get out? So we got to stay on task with the message, even though the visual may change from what we originally designed. Okay. Okay. So when it's changed, though, um, do you do you like that? Do you embrace? Are you easily able to embrace that change in that? Vision? I love it. I, I love, love it. it. It's always raw. It's always raw. It's kind of like a first take of something. Like, oh, that was perfect. Oh, we forgot to record. But that was the first one. That one was the one because it was raw. So we let people uh, work within themselves and not push nobody too far away uh, to the left or to the right. And I kind of. Based off their experience and their personalities, that's how I kind of gauge where their role should be. All right. Yeah, no, I like that. So, okay, so you embrace the change. You embrace the new vision from the original vision. I like that. And that's easy. That's good that you can adapt well to that because that means when you do further film uh, film endeavors in the future or TV show endeavors, you can easily embrace that. So that's awesome to hear. Oh, Real quick. Hold on, Mersey. Don't mean it just... <laughs> No, go for it. Go for it. So I know I feel like I'm Don't speeding, I'm speeding through line. this because we're like at a time limit. I'm just boom, 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 boom. I'm, this is like rocket fire questions here. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember, I remember Slick, man, we were talking about this uh, a few years ago before the, the project actually started. We were having a couple drinks and then he was like, hey, man, uh, I'm actually going to start this movie. I'm going to start to produce this movie. I thought it was really cool. And over the time, I've seen kind of the building process, like through your social media, Instagram. And all of that. And now we're talking right now and you're like, hey, man, we're about to go to a sold out premiere for you and the ladies there next to you. Like, how does that do you feel like you did it or has it not hit you yet? You know what I mean? (laughs) Is it kind of surreal or what? Like, what's what's happening over here? Because you just came out with a whole movie. And then also on top of that. Ladies, (laughs) how did you feel when he came to you? I was like, hey, man, I'm trying to make this funny as 
You know what I mean? Comedy is going to be raw, raunchy, this and that. And y'all the perfect, y'all the perfect ones for the play. Let's get it. <laughs> he definitely has a creative mind. Um, it's, it's amazing to me how just off the top of his head, he'll just switch it up and be like, oh, wait, no, let me insert this. Like, he's mm. always very creative. Um, I, I, it, it's kind of surreal, I guess. I'm just, it's just amazing that how this all just came together and everyone on set just gelled together, like you said. It was it just came off natural. And him being having that creative mind, he knew what certain people were perfect for the parts that, that we played. So yeah. That's also that you're able to adapt to it too, because I know uh, you know, you read horror stories sometimes of actors and actresses that are like, wait, no, this is what are you what are you doing? What are you changing the script for? I didn't study this, I didn't go over this. What the, yeah, right, what the right. hell are you doing? Then they swarm off set <laughs> for five minutes, go to their go to their trailer or whatever, and they're like, Oh, I need a minute, and then you know, acting like prima donna. So it's great that you were able to <laughs> Just you know, be like, all right, we're changing this up. That's awesome. You know, I, we, we like this. We can do that. Yeah, now, now we did have some of that. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. I was, gonna say, I was gonna say, who's the biggest prima donna? Yeah. Like, you, like you're a prima donna man. You, I can't do this. I can't deal with this shit today. Well, that that's great uh, that you bring that up because that that'll lead into another question here. How did you handle that then? Yeah, and of course you don't need to name names. I don't want. Yeah, wow. you don't need to throw anyone under the bus for your film crew here. But you know. <laughs> I, when that these troubles did arise, how how as the director did you handle that trouble? Well, you you kind of gotta take a deep breath because mm-hmm. you know everybody's trying and everybody's passionate and everybody doesn't know my vision because they haven't all seen the whole story. So it's a lot of confusion. Like I don't understand. This don't make no. This trust me. So I, I said, I just trust me. It's gonna be. It's all coming together again. Yeah. You gotta yeah. trust the process. So, yeah. so it ain't ain't like you out there just snapping on everybody like they do in other <laughs> in other you see in other movies. <laughs> throwing throwing clipboards down and everything. Throwing clipboards down. I'm not very animated when it comes to anger. I'm not very animated. Usually the people by circle, they will kind of police the area. Oh, let's get back on point and then get everybody back on point. I just fall back. Hey, y'all take take five, we come back, we get back to work. So uh, my team kind of uh, reinforces what the vision is, and it's not nothing personal. We think everybody, no matter how big or small, is a star in this movie. On, on the production side, or everybody played a, a key role, you know. Damn, so this is our third, third sold-out event. We're in Atlanta right now, our third sold-out event. That's fucking hey, awesome. I want to work for you, dog. You hiring? Let me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 we don't have any free agents here. Your contract. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do a dual source here. Um, <laughs> I can do multiple stuff. Yeah, sure. All right, fine. Mr. I can't leave Cali. Um, go to Atlanta and, and go film a movie for a couple months. Yeah, Man, he just needs a clipboard to hold so he can throw it. That's all he wants to do. Yeah, I just want to be that guy that holds it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I wanted to ask, um, specific, I haven't seen the film yet. I'm excited to see it. Uh, but with, um, I, you know, I want to get into the nitty gritty. The uh, So... Like the camera angles, right? The use of cameras. How I know sometimes for film directors, it's difficult either having multiple cameras or just one camera for a shot. When it comes to takes, were you able to utilize well, at least, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit to get into it, but were you able to utilize the multiple angles or getting everyone together for a certain shot if it had to be in daytime or nighttime and the lighting? Like, how was all that set up, all that stuff for you guys? Well, uh, the, the, well, the majority of my work is I try to focus on 
different angles. Like uh, Quentin Tarantino, one of my uh, favorite uh, um, film uh, filmmakers. Of course. And just the different angles, shooting through a bottle, or shooting upside down, and mm. just giving you enough, letting the angles tell a story as well as the dialogue, as well as the music, uh, as well as the performance. You know, so that's what my goal is primarily to just try to find a, a unique twist. And as it relates to retakes, a lot of times because we're doing improv, I try to set up multiple cameras to catch every angle at once. And then oh, yeah. another retake, I got another three or four or five angles again, and we kind of just work it out, you know. That's good that you utilize the multiple angles. That's an old, um, an old technique, even in Hollywood. Um, like uh, going back to the 40s and 50s, uh, I know John Ford, one of the early, he did a lot of like Western, like, uh, you know, famous Western films. And uh, he was a, he was like an old grumpy guy, but he was a great director. And I know um, there's a story, I think, of a young Steven Spielberg when he got a little office interview with five minutes with John Ford and he could ask him anything. And he just wanted to know, like, what what makes a good film? And he had all John Ford had all these uh, different like paintings in his office. And he's smoking a cigar and he's drinking whiskey. It's like ten in the morning, and he says to the young Steven Spielberg, and "He's like, go over there and look at that picture and describe it to me." And he's like, "All right, uh, there's there's two people on a horse." And he's like, "No, no, where's the fucking horizon?" And he's like, "Um, it's at the bottom of the picture." And he's like, "All right, good, go over that picture." And he's like, all right, uh, there's, you know, there's a, uh, there's people walking. Over. He's like, no, where's the fucking horizon? He's like, all right, it's, uh, it's at the top of the, the picture. And he's like, all right, you see, if the horizon's at the top of the picture, it's interesting. If it's at the bottom of the picture, it's interesting. If you got it sideways in the middle over here, it's interesting. Now get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> That's the advice. <laughs> And Steven Spielberg went on to make Jaws, Saving Private Ryan, you know, all those famous movies. <laughs> so yeah no it's great that you're able to uh handle the different uh camera angles for that you know i wanted to take a quick break because i know um i know we're, we're limited on time here but jimmy do you have that thing on you man or, or do you want me to use one of the words that you sent me before you were going to be gone Nope, I got it, bro. You got that thing? All right. I know that didn't sound... So we are going to... That didn't sound great. I know, that didn't sound... That didn't sound... We could have made that sound cooler. I could have made that sound a lot better, but it's okay. So, um, <laughs> you know, what we're about to do here is uh, one of our favorite segments we like to do here at Great Morning. Um, and that is, of course, the word of the day. Word. So, how the word of the day works is, uh, you know, Slick, I know you've done the word of the day before, but it's been a while, so I will explain it again. Yes, and of course them. So, um, how the word of the day works is Jimmy Jimmy has this old, this very old Webster's Dictionary that's been signed by Webster himself. It's thousands and thousands of years old. It's been passed down in his family for generations. And what we do is he opens up that big old dictionary and he puts his finger down randomly on a random page. He lifts his finger up and whatever his finger landed on will be our word of the day. Then our guests for the episode have to use that word in a sentence, right? So Jimmy will give you the definition of the word. He will spell it. If it's an archaic word, because it's a very old dictionary, I will give a modern day definition. And then you use it in a sentence. And what we grade the sentences on at the end of the season with all of our guests that have been on the show is how funny the word was, it, how creative the word was, and of course, if you use the word correctly in the sentence. So I know I said that fast, but 
Do you understand the rules of the word of the day? Yes. yes. All right. Fantastic. Well, Jimmy, please take it away. All right. Can you guys see my screen? Oh. <laughs> Can you guys see the screen on my cellular device? Yes. That's yeah. there all for you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> see that thing? The thing's been signed by probably yes. Noah. Jesus. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he is like it was on the ark. It was on the ark, I tell you. All right, so check it out. Here we go. So just so everybody knows, um, I'm going to do a lot of this, and then I'm going to flip, but I'm also going to keep the camera on me a little bit, okay? And look over here so you guys know I'm not cheating as I select this random one. Oh, nice. All right, hold on one second. The yeah. word is stoning. <laughs> what? <It's> stoning? <laughs> what? Stoning. stoning holy shit stoning? like stoning like ancient like, times stoning stoning the segregation stoning? of small lumps wait no that's wrong yeah no that's right this the segregation of small lumps of undissolved material and glass stoning is it spelled like s-t-o-n-i-n-g s-t-o-n-i-n-g it's funny because when i think of stoning i think about you know like the person who messed up and you're walking in town and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, when you're walking into a no, new town and you just see someone getting stoned to death for capital, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so it, Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so stoning is our word. All right, do we, um, have, do we have a place of origin? Yes. <laughs> place of origin. Yeah, what was the place of origin, Jimmy? I think they did that shit in England, right? Does it say on there? It might say the origin of the word on there. At least somebody got a hard word like I had. <laughs> no, it just it just says uh glass MFG. I can look up the origins. Um, yeah, man, we should look up the modern definition because <laughs> Every time I read it, it says the exact same thing. Like the words aren't changing. It says I'm, the, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> it says the origins of the word came presumably from ancient Israel, especially in the Old Testament. So Sounds like you it. could say it's related to uh, the Hebrews of old. So it's a very, very old word. Um, Go figure. Yes. Go figure. So, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. I know. What was the definition again? I know. <laughs> it says something. I'm going to repeat. Yeah, the water. <laughs> Yeah. Can you repeat the so, definition, Jim? Because the one that comes up on my end is the way the capital punishment version. So yeah. and we all know what that is. So, yeah, the one in this dictionary doesn't even make sense. But it says uh, the segregation of small lumps of undissolved material and glass. Okay. Okay. So Lurpy begin to dissolve. I guess started stoning. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, one, we got one. We got one. We got one. Slurpy sat on the table, began to dissolve. It began stoning. <laughs> oh, all right all right that was, wow quick quick with it all right do we want <laughs> do we want two more do, should we do is that just one for the three of you or do we want I'll, I'll, I'll let her do it you can do it <laughs> you can carry on or you want to do another one Stoney. right mm, whichever whichever all right well then yeah how about uh each of you, <laughs> each you, of you gives a sentence okay there there you go what, i'm sorry what did you say i said i said how about oh we want to add on to it Okay, stoning. You're going to add on to it. All right. All right. He said slurping. Yeah, was slurping. Yeah. Right. It was melting because I was outside. Stop, myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs>
And that's the beginning of the way. They start stoning. They start stoning. I'm thinking. I can't. 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 I as I was thinking about my ex, I thought I should start stoning him. <laughs> mm, all right. There you go. I knew it would come up at some point like that. You know which one you are. You know which one you are. Capital punishment. Yes. Yeah. You know. Capital punishment version. I know which one want to stone me. I know that. <laughs> all right. Well, that was thank you for doing that. Of course, that was our word of the day. We'd like to do that with all of our guests. Um, and we will let you know closer to November. If, uh, you know, your sentence is baited to the top 10 list of all of our guests that have been on this season. And uh, we will we will let you know and we will move further from there. But, you know, it's like I wanted to ask, how are we doing on time over there? Uh, I've got about 10, about 10 minutes, about 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes. OK, cool. We, OK, cool. We got some more questions for you then. Um, so one <laughs> of the things I wanted to ask um, with the technology today when it comes to filmmaking, and I don't even know. Um, I'm, I'm just taking a guess from my. I think basic understanding of everything that goes into a film, you know, lights, cameras, uh, actors, actresses, writers, you know, directors, producers, money, all that stuff with the technology, though, that that has come out today, the new technology. Um, do you were you able to utilize every bit of technology you used for this for the film? Or were you able or did you have like technology like lights and stuff that you didn't end up even using? Or were, did you use all the materials that you needed before filming? I used every single thing I had. <laughs> <laughs> I used stuff that probably wasn't even approved to be used. I, I was borrowing stuff to use. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To answer your question, uh, I usually try everything a part of my uh, production side is all pertinent to you know shooting or audio or lighting. Mm-hmm. So now I I have bought some very expensive stuff that I only use once ever that I can't okay. take back. <laughs> but, oh, all right. But mm-hmm. I, you know, for the most part, I try to reuse stuff that um, you know, uh, some of my material, some of my lighting, uh, different size lighting. But it it does get very very expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you know you're not. We're not all just filming from our iPhones here. Yeah. I'm right. Sure. Right. It gets pretty pretty damn expensive. Um, one of the things, uh, I also wanted to ask was when it comes to time management, right? So getting everyone together in a specific place to do, uh, you know, a shot, a a whole scene or whatever you're doing, was it, were you able to fulfill your time management for filming when it came to filming the movie or were there ever times where it was like oh this isn't working or like oh we're running out of time to do this or it's getting it's getting too dark or now it's getting too early were there any times like that where you know you ran into um, those troubles you run across things like that just naturally in the in why are you working because you know we have a set uh shot list that we want to do but you're also trying to grasp squeeze you know if you want to squeeze the lemon a little bit more see what else you can get so mm-hmm. you, you do run across you know, hard stops with the lighting, um, getting dark. Or if we start late, so, uh, you know, spaz out. I uh, preach early and often, time is important. Can't get time back. We're going to start, we got to start at this time and finish at this time uh, because it's very, very important. It also sets a standard of what the direction, how we're going to approach this project. We take it like last day school, so will the, the customer. They're going to see that we're not giving them all out all because we're approaching it with blazing energy. So we yes. like to say highly motivated. And we, you know, we all get together. If you got a bad day, pour that into your character. We'll figure it out. Okay. 
All right. Who's got um, the who's got the funnest character, man? I want to know like who funnest. got to be like the wildest. You know what I mean? Like over the top character to play. Who would you say? It's the top. I will tell you it's the top, but I tell you you gotta watch the movie. It's gonna be on the platform real soon, but yeah. it's a tie. Look for a guy named Crunchy, and look for a young lady named Cam. They have set off this movie. This movie is on fire. Yeah, <laughs> definitely somebody you gonna remember. Okay, you said crunchy. Wait, man, dang. You said crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah, my dog. What, what platform you gonna put it on? Theater, she's like crunchy. <laughs> Chuck, I'm sorry, you had a question. I said, what platforms is gonna be on? So we're gonna have it on Prime to be uh, 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 Prime to be Apple Plus. Uh, we will do that part of, for the first part of the year. Uh, the plan is to be like we got a few film festivals, Sundance Film Festival coming up soon. We plan on um, uh, getting involved, getting enrolled to that, see how it goes, and after that, we're gonna stop putting on platforms and let people see see the getaway. Mm. Do you have a Do you have a time frame for that, possibly, or not yet? Um, I'm looking around the November December time frame. Oh, okay. Uh, but, a lot of, but a lot of things have to uh, uh, work because I wanted things to be in the film festival. I want to get it, the exposure out there with some of the elites, uh, and then uh, release it to the customers. Oh, of yeah. course. No, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that'd be awesome to get in any of those film festivals. Um, that would be that would be great. Um, I also wanted to ask. Um, I and we kind of skipped over this question. I should have asked this earlier, but so the location of filming was it multiple locations or was it primate? Was it in Atlanta primarily? It was everywhere. I did some shots in Baltimore. I done a mm. lot of DC. Primarily, a large part of movies in the seven five seven area, Hampton, Newport News. Okay, uh, some shots where it just. Now, any shooter knows we can't tell you everywhere we shoot. Got to yeah. keep seeing. But <laughs> got some really good backdrops, some really good shots, and some really good landscape. So I think you're going to enjoy visually enjoy the movie as well as laughing until your stomach hurts. I guarantee. Oh, awesome! I, I'm really excited. I to can't see wait. This. I know. I'm super excited. You're selling. You're selling me this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. Great one, great one I'm gonna warn you guys because I love you, we family, right? Yes. I'm gonna tell you something I ain't tell nobody else. Okay. Mm-hmm. About this movie, right? Whatever mm-hmm. you think is about to happen, it ain't mm-hmm. the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be so many twisting turns, twisting turns, and yeah. <laughs> yes, you're gonna be on the edge of your seats the whole movie. Oh, okay. it's like it's like that thing. What's it called? Hey. Don't let them know your next move. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Improv too. Don't let them know your next line. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really. You know, the goal for the movie is we just want to shock value. We want to let people know yeah. we got a great story, but in this great romantic type of story, it gets very action and very old and very gangster and very funny mm. the whole way though. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's serious, it's serious. What the hell just happened? <laughs> Why yeah. did the bus come from here, right? <laughs> Something like that. Shock Somebody value. God damn it! I want to watch this movie right now. <laughs> for, for real, man. How, how we get a, how we get a sneak peek or something? We gotta fly out to Atlanta right now. We gotta get on a plane right now. So go on Spaz Out, Spaz Out TV underscore Spaz Out underscore TV tonight. Uh, whenever y'all are here, but you better see. I'm gonna go live on a special part of the movie just for all my people on, uh, in uh, Instagram world that are holding me down. Mm, okay, I'm great. from I'm from a place where there's always a bootleg man 
sitting in the theater seats. I, I might find it on VHS or something real quick. Come on, now, Chuck. Come on now, Chuck. Come you don't on. want them bootlegging the film. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look, if, if you go, listen, I have no problem. You got bootleg. It's okay. All right. I have no problem with you bootleg. Just make sure that you uh, put your name and your information at the bottom of it so I can find it. <laughs> yeah, there nah, you nah, go. Nah, nah, I just, I just want I just want an exclusive copy. You know, they always say, this dude named Spider-Man on the corner. I got the exclusive copy. I got the exclusive <laughs> Ain't no babies in the background crying. Ain't no heads moving through the screen. None of that. Mm. Hey, man, why are you bullshitting? I remember there was a cat named, uh, well, I'll leave his name out of it, but in my, my neighborhood, like when LimeWire and DVDs and CDs was out, man, this dude was walking around with stacks of CD discs, man, slanging movies, bro. Slanging wow. movies. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be out on so many platforms. Uh, our intentions for it to be out on so many platforms. You have to worry about bootlegging. Everything you turn around is going to be in your face. That's what we're hoping we got a classic here, but I can't wait that y'all get a chance and you know, give me all feedback as well. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, I can't wait to see it, man. And, uh, you know, I know we're close to time for you here. So I want to ask you one last question. Then we'll let you do uh, your last minute plugs. My last question for you um would be uh, so because you are you are a filmmaker now. You are a filmmaker. So. For any aspiring, you know, those young young people out there who want to make their own movie, their their dream come true, what are some tips or just advice you would give those folks out there, those aspiring filmmakers? Any aspiring filmmaker, just know it's probably be the hardest job you ever did. And you definitely know by the end of your project if it's cut out for you. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of no sleep. You're actually going to marry your project and be stuck with it until death do you part. So if, you, if you're not with the running out to the end, it's probably not something you want to do because it's going to challenge every single emotion in your body and every single dime in your bank account <laughs> to get it right. <laughs> hey, hey, this movie is going to make money plus, 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 plus. Don't worry Thank about you. it. Don't worry yeah, about it. I love the way that sounds. Amen. Where it's on is going to be good, man. Well, what oh, about yeah. like for in, individually for each for, for each person here, I would just ask, like, what's your what was your favorite moment in the movie, whether it's positive or negative, right? Just one memory or moment that you guys have went through that just makes you appreciate what you did that much more. Well, for me, I know having my family, I have my brother and sister in there. So being Aww. able to work with them and being able to see what I do. I think that was a blessing. And then being able to, this is actually my first movie. So. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. Thank so, you. Yeah. Congratulations to you as well. Thank you. So being able mm-hmm. to see it, we've been doing it for like over two years. Yeah. So it started as just like something just common, like you said, like a skit. But I'm a never quit type of person. If I see something, I don't want to stick it all the way through. Just because I feel like we are the best at what we do and we are extremely talented. I'm not just saying that. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I think you'll see that. Yeah. You know, so. And definitely will come out on the screen. But just yeah. being a part of it. Just, I'm just thankful to be a part of it. Um, it he, like I say, as a creative mind, it started out as a skit and it just blossomed. And I'm just thankful to be a part of it. Um, it's awesome. It's so awesome. Um, the cast is great. And it is a lot of, um everyone's first time doing this mm-hmm. and just just show how they just exuded just the acting skills for the first time everyone did great um so i'm just grateful to be a part of it and you guys definitely got to check it out it's, it's yeah. awesome it is oh, awesome. we will 
Nah, Go ahead and hit, hit us up for the next one. You're gonna feature the whole podcast team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, for the next yeah, we'll one, we got acting skills. We got we got videos that we can send you for audition. Don't worry about it. We got. You. <laughs> I'm gonna send my audition tape. <laughs> and I, I, I'm gonna tell y'all my, my greatest greatest memory of the of the movie and the process was really how a few people that were really terrified of the camera who got in front of it and conquered a few different challenges and came out shining. And I sometimes I sit back like, wow, I can't believe that how it started. I'm scared to like, where's that action? You action yet? Let's get this party going. Mm. Like in the movie, you had a bunch of seasoned veterans that started out as First time goal, so that was big just to see it all to come together. Well, but that comes from a great producer. I was just gonna yeah. say that. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say yeah. you made it. You made it. You know, you made the film set itself. You know, you made people feel comfortable I'm enough comfortable. to bring that out. So that's that. That says a lot about you as well. So not just them. Um, so, okay. Well, you know, I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for coming on. I know you had uh, limited time here, and we hope. To you know, we we hope to God that you know everything goes great for the the premiere, and yes. we're excited to see the film ourselves. And I I yeah, I can't wait to see it. Do you have any last minute plugs you want to say uh, before you get out of here? Anything? Go see the movie. Go yeah. see the movie. <laughs> Everybody in Atlanta, GA. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have some uh, very special invited guests. Uh, being we in Atlanta, we got a, a nice, pretty good footprint here. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of support. Um, and also, uh, go to spazoutv.com for any updated information. You better see where we're going to drop the next. You see more updated content. Um, but we definitely want to show you guys. We, we're going to pull up out there. We might come out to Cali, whatever, Jimmy. Like, we're going to pull up on you. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on getting a, uh, one of those uh, jumbo uh, projector screens. I'm putting the back of the truck and just ride it down Atlanta and let everybody see the move. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't think yeah, anybody's ever dope. did that right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a yeah. that's a great idea. That is. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, look, and that's how it happens on the set, just like that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love to hear it. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your Saturday. And I, uh, you know, I wish you the best of luck. I'm excited to hear more about, uh, how it goes, how the premiere goes. Um, and we will, uh, the Instagram team will message you about, uh, more information about this, uh, episode coming out too. So, you know, good, good. wanted to promote it, but yes, get away. All right. Go and see it. Go and see it. <laughs> and, uh, and you said you're going live, right? Let me hit this noti- notification real quick. You're going live. <laughs> Let me hit the notification, man. I gotta get that so I can see you going live. You said you said it, man. You're going live. (laughs) Okay, Chuck. He's not. He's not live streaming the whole movie. I hope you understand (laughs) that. Yeah, Chuck's. Chuck's gonna record his screen and he's just gonna put it down. He's like, "Here we go." (laughs) I just want to make five dollars. That's it. I just (laughs) want. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was gonna um no you go you're gonna go live or whatever, and it's just gonna be real funny if some dude just pop up in his head. Hey, watch this, this is the good part right here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Both hey, it was great talking to the three of you. Thank you so much. And we hope to have you on again. We can talk about it more uh, you know, after yeah. premieres, of course. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one. Have a great day. <laughs> You know, uh, Slick and, you know, the Spaz Out TV uh, production entirely and uh, 
the getaway crew. First of all, what wonderful guests. They seem so nice. And they were able to, you know, I know they were limited on time. So Chuck, you weren't here for that first half, but I was like rapid fire with these questions because we, we, you know, we didn't have like the full hour to be like, all right, we can talk about it some more. It was like, boom, 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 boom. And they were, they were answering all of them. So that was a, uh, wow. That was good to know was that they it, was it like that. a speed dating type of thing that you were it, doing? I kind of felt like it. I'd be like, all right, how do you handle uh, this kind of production on set? And they were like, oh, OK, yeah, this, 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 this. And it that. definitely like, right, felt cool. like some speed dating. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy yeah, had to come in a couple of times and be like, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. I have a question because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not letting anyone else talk here <laughs> because I'm just like fucking going at it. Um, Damn, Merms. Yeah. Well, hey, they said they could only do like 30 minutes. They actually gave us 45 minutes. So that was really cool. Yeah, um, that was very nice of them. Very the nice of them. They, what they had to do? They had to get ready for the premiere. Oh, that's to that is to that's like at two o'clock, right? Or that's or it's happening at some Eastern point. Time? So, um, yeah. But yes, they had to get ready for that. So I just want to get go ahead and, uh, you know, uh, to the listeners out there, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to all of them. They were uh, they were fantastic. So nice. And the and the ladies were beautiful as well and great actresses. So I'm excited to see more of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, yes. You know me. I'm always trying to, to flirt. You know me. I'm the big flirt oh, of the podcast. Boy. You know, oh, get Lord. you some brown sugar there, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up. No, I, mean, I, I did not some mean brown. it like that, of course. Not. You're a professional. I am a professional. Uh-huh. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, I've never really been clear on that guy. you never been clear on that guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not what? really sure, like, what did he do exactly? I just know he, he died, and, and it's a conspiracy that he died. He, he also um, had an island. Did he die? I, I thought happened. he went to prison. Did he die in prison? Like, oh, I think Epstein. he died in I'm prison. About, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about Epstein. Oh, Epstein. Yeah, no, that's a different. No, Epstein. The, that's a whole yeah, different. Epstein. Yeah. All these, all these steens. Yeah. Weinstein, Epstein. I think it's the one that was raping. Yes, he. Or, um, or rather, or he was, he was essaying, um, women in the industry. Yes, he was one of the um biggest movie producers with the the Weinstein company um him and his brother owned it so for a lot of like a bu- most movies until like 7 years ago like there's like a good chance like 80% of them were produced by the Weinstein co like whole fiction like a lot of uh Tarantino Shakespeare in Love um The Crying Game Heavenly Creatures like a lot of a lot of films so what he did was you know he was a man in a powerful position so you know he'd be like you know girls would girls would can you guys hear me yeah yeah I oh, okay I'm I'm sorry i just I'm got a notification was... that said my internet was unstable for a second that was weird um but he got so he got a lot of he was in a lot of those positions and he used his position uh unfortunately and terribly where you know young women were looking for roles in movies and he was it was pretty much that thing where he's like hey baby like I can get you the lead role in the new fucking Martin Scorsese movie. All you got to do is, you know, come back to my room over here. You know, me and you, we hang out for a little bit, you know, and it was like that. So he used his power um, in not a good way at all. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's it was rape. It was considered sexual assault. And um, and it's and it was unfair, really, um, because, you know, there were which sucks because it gives. Uh, especially the young ladies that became actresses, it gave a lot of them this shitty view of how Hollywood was, where it was like, all right, well, if I want to be someone, I gotta, I gotta essentially, I know I'm saying this in a funny way, but I gotta essentially suck some people's dicks. And it's like, it shouldn't be that way. You know, you should. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty unfortunate. That's what, uh, that's what Harvey Weinstein did. 
And uh, do you have any more questions about Army? That's a weird. That was a weird uh, uh, switch we did from talking to like. I don't mean. I don't mean knowing. You know. Yeah. I'm slick. in the news, but I ain't like in the news. That's funny. It was like, oh, Slick's awesome. We're talking about how awesome Slick is, and the actresses were like, oh, we love working with him. And then we're just like, all right, we're going to talk about Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> it's like, oh, boy. Fucking like, I, wasn't, I was never really sure about Harvey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm in the news. What's the deal? Like, the whole thing about, like the whole thing about the whole Hunter Biden thing. And I, I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> i don't know that's, you know what? i i've been president's son yeah i've been on purpose staying out of a lot of the news with politics because i'm getting sick of it um and we don't really talk about it a lot here but from what i know hunter biden he's a little bit of a little bit of a party boy and uh he likes apparently some cocaine and uh, a little bit he likes he likes his money so apparently there's some like insider trading happening with ukraine or china or something and then there's the man in the white house took cocaine to the white house oh yeah. it was him it was him that's some gangster shit that is some gangster shit you know honestly so they found I it they figured out it was him well, yeah, it wasn't Joe. Oh, come on, man. If Joe took cocaine, his heart would explode. <laughs> it wasn't fucking Joe. See, see, that would never be the Obama. Let, let that, let that be. What was, what's Donald, what's Trump's son name? Whatever Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him get into some mess. Donald Trump would be on the stand. Joe Biden acting like he ain't got no son. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I don't know. It's different, you know. People, they, they. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. There's cocaine in the White House. There's uh Yeah, which you know, it's I know times have changed and standards have obviously uh changed uh during that time, but um you know, I always go back when when that came up, right? I was like, "Well, what's the big deal? Fine. Some cocaine in the White House it gives a shit." But really, you go back in time, you got to remember Andrew Jackson, who's still considered, uh, uh, except for the Trail of Tears, but he was actually considered one of the greatest uh, American presidents. Andrew Jackson, when he was elected, his first day that like him and his family moved into the White House, they threw a party and opened it up to everyone in D.C. And like the, the, everyone trashed the White House. Like it was that big of a party because he just let the people of D.C. like, yeah, come on, we're throwing a fucking party. I just became president. Get on in here. Everyone's like, all right, cool. And they're all fucking drinking whiskey and rum or doing whatever the fuck they were drinking back then. Fucking hookers. And someone said they got drunk and rode a horse into the White House. And like, there's just a horse Wait, in what? there. Oh, dude, what? read about that story. I swear. That's a hilarious story. Andrew Jackson what? became president through one of the greatest parties in U.S. history in the White House. Like, what's like his, some... what's, who was, wait, what, was the, what was the president's name? Andrew Jackson, the $20 bill. Man on the $20 yes. bill. Yeah. Okay. That's why on the twenty day he made it. That's why he made it. Yeah, he knew the most commonly college used party, uh, currency. College party president. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Um, Andrew Jackson's a really interesting uh, historical figure. Uh, he was a fun party guy like that. He was interesting, and he uh, he also during uh the War of eighteen twelve, um, him and he had like it was like almost like a three hundred kind of movie. I'm surprised no one's made a movie about it, but. It was something along, I don't know the exact numbers, but the British, he was in, uh, that was before he was a politician. He was a uh, colonel, I think. He wasn't even a general yet. And he was in charge of a group of men. I think it was about like 400 maybe American soldiers. And again, this is still during the time where like we had some trained soldiers, but a lot of them were just, you know, fucking hillbillies, man. Farmers, you know, fucking out there with some guns. And the British army was 
invading. They had like an army of like a thousand against him. And by the way, interesting fact, before that battle happened, the War of 1812 had ended. But obviously, since there weren't phones around back then, they hadn't gotten notice that the war was over yet. So the British in that part of America and obviously Andrew Jackson's men still thought the war was going on. So the British were about to attack him. And he saw this ledge on top of like almost like a hill, like a cliff. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go up there and fire down on them. And they were like, but Colonel, you know, maybe they'll be able to surround. He's like, fuck it. Just don't stop firing. Fuck it. They'll back off. I bet they'll back off. Motherfucker. I think he only lost like seven men and they took out hundreds of the British. And then he became a war hero just from that. Just sitting up there on the ledge. He was able to defend that spot. They only lost like a handful of men. And they took like the British army was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like they fucking just some badass shit. They went. Down. He was a badass motherfucker. And then yeah, so that made him famous from that. And then after that, people were like, you should run for president. He's like, fuck it, yeah, I'll run for president. And then he won. <laughs> he said, <laughs> and then he won because he was so popular. Yeah. People were like, I, we like this guy. <laughs> so he won. That's what that's what I get told. People are just like, fuck it, you should run for president. And I'm just like, fuck it, I think I'm gonna run. Yeah. So anybody that does that shit has the right to to ride a horse into the fucking White House. Yeah. He and he probably it, it's funny. I don't think he rode the horse, but he was the you know obviously the host of the party. He's he's the yeah. he's the president of the United States. It's his house. So people are just in thy there. chariot. He's probably fucking oh, sitting there drinking, having a cigar, and he's like, "Fuck it, bring that horse in here. Fuck it, bring it in here." Someone's riding a horse. People are drunk outside. Yeah. They had to they had to like repaint and re furbished like the whole white house after the party it was like a whole thing people that's drunk cool. in there people throwing up on the walls <laughs> so that's what i'm saying like you see you, you you remember stories like that and then you hear today they're like oh my god there's a little bit of cocaine in the white house I've, i'm like that's, dude if there was cocaine a- back then during andrew jackson's oh my god there would have been cocaine in that way <laughs> there would have been coke everywhere oh hmm. so um i would definitely be on some project x y'all ever seen that movie project oh x? yeah that's a good yeah, one. I haven't seen project, that in a while. Some Project X shit, man. That's that's what I wanted. I want to throw parties like that. That's the one where the drug dealer shows up near the end, right? And he's like, where's my garden gnome? And he has the flamethrower in it. It's yeah, just like, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> that's, a, that's a party right there, man. That's a good Oh, that's a party? Time. Dude, if someone brought out a flamethrower while I'm at a party, I that's that's my cue to leave. That's That's my... That's my cue to get out of here. Um, and speaking of get out of that, getting out of here, actually, believe it or not, we are at that time. We are at that sad, 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 sad Damn, already? Time. I know, already. Look at that. We're at that time. So I'm going to go ahead, go around the computer screen, let everyone do their last minute plugs because we got we got some mean stuff to talk about for y'all. We got some special stuff to talk about um, afterwards. So we, we got to get to it. So Stephanie, my friend, do you have any last minute plugs for the listeners? No, I do not. You know, all I got to say is I fucking love you guys. You guys are the absolute best. And, you know, Great Morning is just fucking phenomenal. And I just I just I just need our our listeners to buy some merch and, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend that, you know, just add our page on Instagram. And, you know, just like show us some fucking love, you know, like we we we're lacking on the love. But other than that, that's it, you know. That's it from your Puerto Rican mamacita. Well, fantastic. Thank hey. you so much, Stephanie. Um, and of course, uh, Jimmy, my friend, do you have any last minute plugs for listeners? 
No, Mermzy, I think I'm going to let you throw the plug candles up in there with all the ats. But I do want to give a thank you and shout out to Slick and the crew of Getaway. I thought it was pretty awesome to see that whole thing grow. Because I, I remember when he was talking about it just being a skit. And oh, then yeah. I remember talking, like in person, like, you know, like hanging out with them. Uh, we're just chopping up. He was just he just hit me up one day. He was like, yeah, man, you know, I'm thinking actually going to make it to a movie. And I was like, dude, you definitely should. And it was it's just so cool to see it through. You know what I mean? Two years of, of the hard struggle, man. And super proud of them, super proud of the crew. Dude's definitely a leader. And, oh, and he's yeah. gonna be a leader in that industry, man. So shout out to them. Yeah, definitely. That's why I was saying to him, because like, especially that long. I mean, sometimes movies take even longer, but I mean that long of a production and the holdups because of COVID and everything and the location changes, like it's so easy to just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to save my money. We're not doing this. And then you don't do it and you don't do it. And that's I, yeah, I, I'm sure that's happened to nine out of 10 people who have tried to become filmmakers. It's very difficult. So it's really impressive that he was able to push through. And it's it's awesome that they all still seem to have a great time doing it, even with those struggles. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited to see the movie. Um, I will definitely be watching it when it comes out for us to. So anyway, yeah, thank you for it's those expensive just to just to shoot even a rookie like low budget music video is expensive i could oh, only yeah. imagine oh yeah. yeah it'll be thousands of dollars oh yeah um well thank you jimmy for your last minute plugs and oh. chuck our in-studio comedian my friend do you have any last minute plugs i know you came hey, to the podcast hey. kind of uh late today because of the bad wi-fi fun. stupid ass fucking <laughs> ass country ass place anyway <laughs> but nah man hey buy the merch of course share this shit with your friends and watch listen that watch out for gateway um Get on that Instagram with Spat. Well, y'all ain't gonna hear it. But anyway, <laughs> hey, look out for Gateway. Of course, it's gonna be a good time. It sounds like it's gonna be an amazing movie. And if it sounds like it, it probably is. Trust your instincts, y'all. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um, yeah, I think we're all excited to see it. So my last minute plugs are, of course, you can follow uh Great Morning underscore the podcast on Instagram. That is our podcast Instagram page. That's where you'll get all your information about new guests coming out uh you know new episodes new specials all that so follow that for more information uh you can follow you love steph on instagram you can follow slightly special two l's on instagram you can follow topaz kin on instagram you can follow trip god jimmy that's t-r-y-p-g-o-d-j-i-m-i on instagram um you can shop for your merchandise at shopgreatmorning.com again that is shopgreatmorning.com and of course uh be on the lookout for one of our new specials we are actually believe it or not we are going to discuss some of it right now after we stop this recording unfortunately you will not hear that part but we will be discussing it so um yeah that's coming uh sooner than you think so stay tuned for that don't worry we're getting that other special out for you but anyway that was our episode great morning great morning great morning great morning (laughs) great morning Great morning. Great morning. Great morning.